Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Just Sing Podcast. Um, now let me stop fucking with y'all. Um, but yeah, peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Just Sing Podcast. Today, as you see from the title, I'm going to be talking about dreams. Um, and not just any kind of dream, but all kinds of dreams. Um, dreams, you know how like motherfucking um, you hear stories about people saying shit like, uh, something could be the greatest love story never told. Um, I'm gonna flip that a little bit and apply it to dreams. Dreams are the greatest story never understood. In many regards, you know, because you have nightmares and shit, dreams and nightmares. But I'm going to focus on the conceptualization of a dream because we all have them, whether we remember them or not, whether we understand what they are, whether we get scared or excited by the dream and happy, elated. Um, no matter, you know, we all have dreams and dreams are sometimes manifestations of our deepest desires. Sometimes they can be um, warnings. Sometimes they could be green lights. You know, they can be a plethora of things to us, but it's a matter of us understanding the deciphering of the dream. And the reason why I want to talk about dreams today is because um, I periodically get asked by people um, who've had dreams and like, yo, what you think their dream means? Yo, Loki, if you listen to this and I've ever, you know, helped you decipher a dream, this is what I thought prior to deciphering it. Although I did help you decipher it, it's still my thought is like, how fuck I'm supposed to help you decipher your dream? But I had the capacity to do so. Um, it's it's a complicated sequence to breaking that down to why I can do it. But the thing about your dreams is that you're supposed to be able to decipher them. And again, this isn't by no means saying, yo, y'all figure out how to do this shit on your own. I get it. I get it. You feel what I mean? But at the same time, I felt compelled to discuss this because dreams are representations of an aspect of ourselves that needs to be revealed. Needs to be, I ain't gonna say revealed, needs to be understood. You feel what I'm saying? Like I said, you can have dreams that are omens. You can have dreams that are green lights. You can have dreams that mean absolutely nothing. You can have dreams that mean absolutely everything. And these dreams play themselves out in your... They they, they, they play out in your unconscious mind. That's like the third modality of the mind. If you read So Frail, I talk about the modalities of the mind there. No, So Frail 2, I talk about the modalities of the mind there, right? And it's also contingent upon which level of the mind you're on. That's something to talk about in So Frail 3. So you have three modalities of the mind. You have the conscious mind, subconscious mind, and the unconscious mind. Then you have three levels of the mind, which is belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, right? Our dreams are in some way, shape, or form a permutation of some of that. You feel me? You can have a dream that is subconscious-based, but it can also be from the understanding level of the mind. 
You feel me? You can have a dream that's unconscious based based off belief. You can have a conscious dream based off of knowledge. You know what I'm saying? That's manifests itself in that tier of knowledge. But <clears throat> for the most part, all of our dreams that we get, they're designed specifically for us individually to understand them. It's like it's like a direct message. It's like a DM from the universe. It's like, here's what I need you to see, but I can't let you see exactly what you're seeing. You feel me? But I need you to know that every piece of your life, every aspect of your life, every component of your life has significance and it will manifest in a dream in some way, shape or form. And when you have a dream, you have to pay attention to as best as possible to every detail to see the significance of everything. Even some of the shit that's real small that you think didn't have, oh, that was something small. I'm I'm making it something small in the dream. However, it had a magnitude in the dream. That's why you can remember that quote unquote small aspect. You feel what I mean? So I kind of wanted to go in and talk about dreams today because if you tapped in, you know, chances are, you know, with retrograde doing this thing, you've had a lot of wild dreams and shit. Like these last years, I say last year and a half, two years, maybe I lose time. I lose, lose track of time. But these last couple moments, these longer moments of time have been making people have a lot of dreams. Chances are, if you're hearing this, you were a dreamer and you've had a lot, but it's like, what do they mean? And the answer to that will be when we return. Nah, I'm bullshit. But now nah, for real, we're going to take a quick break and before we dive heavy into the shit. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break before we dive heavy into it. Um, to all who to all who donate and sponsor to the podcast, you are greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. To all those who would like to tip, donate, and sponsor to the podcast, you can do so by clicking the description of your podcast. Not the episode, but the podcast itself. Cash App and PayPal are fine. You can also find me at IamJustSeen.com to get all things that are just seen. Um, oh, and uh, be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Just Seen Podcast. I know I did that completely out of order, but it's all there. So that's that for this, and that's this for that. But when we return, we are when we come back. We're going to be diving into dreams, deciphering your own. Oh, yeah. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the So For Us series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the market for series trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags, visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. <laughs> anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So just take a quick peek into my world and see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. You will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Shout out to Mace. Shout out to Uncle Mace. Pastor Mace. The gangster Mace. Murder Mace. Nah, but for real, welcome back. Welcome back. And without further ado, let's dive heavy into dreams. Um, 
before I begin, yeah, as I was saying, I was, I was piggybacking off of that. Like, your dreams are yours to decipher. And you decipher your dreams, this is going to sound like very, very shitty. Because it's like, I'm getting straight to the point. But you have to, in order to decipher your dreams, you have to know who you are. And deeper than, no, I'm not just going to say know who you are. You have to understand who you are. You feel me? You have to understand you. Understanding you is deeper than just understanding linearly who you are. You have to know who you, you have to understand who you are, what you are, why you are, how you are, when you are, where you are, and to what extent you are. I know, I know. It could be like, that's, that's being dramatic and too extreme. No, it's not. Because every experience of your life has defined, has answered one of those questions for you. Every experience of your life has answered those questions for you. You need to be able to answer those questions and see why, though, and see how those questions were answered in detail. Our dreams are oftentimes how those questions are answered. When we are unaware of the conscious reality of what the dream of, of what things are happening. Like one thing that I always hear and I've added it to my lexicon of things to speak about my, my word choices of shit to, to discuss is that things don't happen to you. They happen for you. And by, by duality, if they happen for you, they can happen against you. But your connection to the thing is not the for or against me. It's the happening. You have to unbiasedly learn to look at the happening. Because there's so many different reverberations within that. Like good, bad, ugly, and different. There's so many different dynamics to it that have affected and effected you. Affect with an A, effect with an E, like you feel me? Two different words, but they mean similar things, but they're different. But both of those are reminiscent of how things impact you as a person. Your dreams, and I'm gonna use dreams as the conventional sense because I can either be talking about dreams or a nightmare, but you know, in their duality. But the dreams that you have in some way, shape, or form are tied to that. You feel me? And oftentimes dreams come to us when we're ready and when we know we can understand, but we forget consciously because when we understand spirit, right? Spirit is your, you know, your body is, you have three bodies and shit. You have your, your physical body, your causal body, your astral body, right? I, I feel like I'm saying I'm out of order. I think the causal body is the biggest one, is the largest one, but it's like, even still, you have your mind, body, and soul basically, Things everybody conventionally agrees that things happen in the spirit realm before they happen into the physical realm. Where's your bridge that brings you that? As I always say, from so frail one and on, the mind is the bridge between the body and soul. Right? They all work in a synergy. Don't get me wrong. One can't function without the other, but the mind is the bridge to the body from the soul and vice versa. You feel what I'm saying? So as the soul has to communicate the message to the body, as the soul has to bring 
the thought or whatever the case may be from the ethers into the physical body, it has to do so in a pocket that is found within the mind. So this is why I was saying in the beginning that you have three modalities of the mind, but you also have four levels. You have your conscious mind, your subconscious mind, your unconscious mind as the modalities, and you have the levels as belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, right? The height of understanding your dreams is understanding. You have to have reached that level of the mind. The moment you have a dream, it's almost a one-to-one. -one. You know exactly what the fuck the dream was trying to tell you. Like people be thinking, oh, it's just a dream. You know, sometimes it is just a dream, but a lot of times we be thinking, you know, it was, you know, just a dream. Don't look too deep into it. But then sometimes it can plague your mind because you know you should be looking to it, deep into it, but you don't look into it. And that's because that's because oftentimes we get stuck at the level of belief of the mind. And it's hard to get over the belief of the mind, the level of belief of the mind. You feel me? It's very, very hard. This is something that is in Sofra 3 as well. Um, the different modalities of the mind. Like the level, the belief of the mind to get over that is like from the belief level of the mind, you move into knowledge. And a lot of times we get stuck on the belief level because we think we're gaining knowledge when we're reaffirming our belief to very similar things. It seems very, very close, but they're totally different. Right? When you're not challenging your mind in its antithesis, your mind will never expand to knowledge. If all you do is support your theories, you never go anything that's, you know, that can refute your theories and your ideologies, then you're going to stay stuck at the belief level of the mind. It's going to be very hard to get over. You can be as articulate and well-educated as you want to. You can still operate from the belief level of the mind. This now ties into the dreams, you know, well, the first aspect of life happening for or against you, but not happening to you. And... The thing about something being for or against you is you control whether it's for or against you. Maybe, maybe not in the moment, but in reality, you can do something with that happening. But it's all in how you choose to look at it, right? But these happenings that we have, they internalize. They hit our subconscious mind first. You feel me? And this is where we get to the point of, you know, understanding what you are, who you are, where you are, how you are, when you are. You know what I'm saying? Every moment of our life is significant. And I don't think we pay that much attention to it because it's our life. It's like, you know, something as simple as you throw in a piece of trash in a trash can could have a reverberating effect that could have lasting impact and significance. You feel what I'm saying? And those things, those moments, your soul starts to embed. It starts to put them in what's called the Akashic Records, right? The Akashic records are the location of where our soul holds its memories. So past lives, future lives, like it's all there. And that's one of the crazy things about time. There is no time. Time is the illusion of that shit. Like your dreams tell you that all the time. Time is an illusion. You can have shit that breaks timelines in a dream. You feel what I'm saying? That's because the aspect of your soul, the experience of your soul is about collecting happenings. You know, and collecting happenings in such a way that it can communicate your life to you, whether things are going left, things are going right, up or down, and it manifests in the form of a dream. You feel what I'm saying? So sometimes, you know, when the shit has to slow down, like I said, has to go from the mind to the to the from the soul to the mind to the body, it has to slow down. This is why people say things like, 
what happens in it happens in the spiritual realm long before it happens in the physical realm. People say that, but really don't understand what they're saying because it sounds good to say it, but then you got to research and dive into what that really means because it gets crazy when you actually know what it really means if you are on a certain level of your mind. You dig what I mean? So when I hear people say shit like, yo, this happened in the spiritual realm and you know it happens in the spiritual realm well before it happens in the physical realm. Cool, that's true, but why? What is the spiritual realm? You feel me? Spiritual realm is so taboo because everybody knows about it. Don't nobody want to go there. Everybody assumes that. Everybody talks about how powerful the spiritual realm is, but nobody wants to go into the spiritual realm because they get scared. That's how you can tell the motherfuckers on a belief level of the mind. So because of that, when people are afraid to go to the spiritual realm, the spiritual realm has to come to them. And the only way they'll listen as a memory or a reality or a happening that they understand already, that they've already experienced. That's what your dreams are. The characters that take place, the timelines, the events, the places, all of those have a very significant point. You feel me? And when you having dreams and shit, you wake up like, what the fuck just happened? You feel what I'm saying? You get to a level where there's no duality between dreams. You see what it is. And that's like one of those things. This is a quick segue into a uh, quick tangent, but I'm going to bring it back. I know a lot of people who say, you know, they want to go, they, you know, fuck with the spiritual realm and shit. You think when you go in the spiritual realm, you're supposed to see angels and shit. You know, you're equally going to see angels. You're equally going to see demons. Right. But here's the thing. Depending on the level of your mind is what you're going to see. If you're on the belief level of the mind, chances are you're likely to see angels and demons. Now, if your belief is on one spectrum, you're going to see one or the other. You feel what I'm saying? But when you reach a certain position, when you reach a certain point, you feel me? When you move to knowledge, when you move to wisdom, when you move to understanding, these things lose their attachment, their connotations. I'm going to say that. They lose their connotations. You start to realize that the demons aren't evil. The angels aren't good. You feel what I'm saying? Conventionally. You realize that they're energetic forces that have to convey a message to you. And it's only in the way that you can listen. So what you allow to consume your mind the most is how that projection has to come out. You feel me? Before energy slows down and materializes into the physical spot. And I know I'm going to sound a real woke as shit, but follow me. By the end of this shit, it's all going to make sense. But energy has to slow itself down, right, in order to materialize into physical, right? Our minds create how that energy materializes when it pertains to us. You dig what I mean? When it pertains to us. So when... And here's what I here's how I'm breaking this down. When we're looking at how the spiritual realm slows things down to give us the dreams and give us something that we can understand, right? But what we've allowed to consume our mind is what is really the the gist of things. And when I speak to religious people who talk about the spiritual realm and they don't want to go there, they be like, you know, I don't go because I'ma see some demons or something like that. Those type of spiritual people, those type of religious people they automatically let me know that their religion has caused them to only see negative shit. No matter what they quote consciously, no matter what Bible verse, whatever, you know, um, 
tenet, whatever scripture, whatever it is they quote means nothing because their unconscious mind has absorbed that the religion itself can lead them into evil. And here's what I'm saying. <clears throat> here's what I mean by that. Um, if, because I tell a lot of people, well, I don't tell them, but we have conversations about the situation. And I'll be like, yo, you don't really love or believe in God. You fear hell. And your fear of hell is the byproduct of why you say you love God or why you confess your love and you want to do all of these things, you know, or Allah, whatever, because, you know, the devil is the same across religions. How? I don't know. But anywho, the devil is the same devil across religions, but you have different gods. But the, the point of that is that your fear of hell supersedes your love for the deity because you feel me? When I talk to people and they be like, you know, if I tell somebody, yo, I'm a God in physical form, they call me blasphemous. But your very scripture says in both the Quran and in the Bible, you feel me? It says you, ye are created in the image of the God in some way, shape or form. I'm paraphrasing. You feel me? The Bible even goes an extent to tell you those words. You are gods. You feel me? But. When I see people talk about the spiritual realm and they never see anything good or they'll say, I'm not tapping into that because that's going to be demonic. It's going to be this, that and the third. You show me what consumes your mind. You show me what you have allowed to consume your unconscious mind. So when you have a dream that needs to be given to you, you cannot have you cannot receive omens without fearing them. You cannot receive warnings without being afraid. You cannot get the message how it's supposed to be delivered so quote unquote it has to be sugar-coated for you or you won't get it at all or what's going to happen is when you have that dream your mind will wipe it away because it's like you cannot see this you're not ready for it you're not at the level of understanding to do it because your belief won't allow you to see it right walk with me real quick because how i'm breaking this down is that the people who are the heaviest heaviest religious they're only religious because they're they fear hell. If there was no consequence of hell, I believe that a whole 80.72% of people who honor religion or follow religion will not follow it. If there was no fear of hell. But the fear of hell supersedes that shit. This is why quote unquote horror films and all these different things can be what they are. So tying that back in and making the loop connect. With our spiritual realm, there's no good, bad, right, wrong, ugly, beautiful. It's what reality is and what needs to be there. It's just energy. So I was saying that the energy has to slow down to physically, you know what I'm saying, materialize itself. Because if we even look at how energy plays itself out, like going from the seven elements, you know, conventionally the teacher was for earth, water, earth, water, fire, air. But then you have three above that. And as you see how the elements condense, I ain't gonna say condense, because condense is to go down. They get smaller, but as the elements um, expand, as the elements expand, Earth like they expand into speed. You feel me? Earth is slower than water. That's why it's solid. But solid is fluid. Fire is. I mean, so water is more solid than fluid. You know, from a physics standpoint. But the speed and the volatility of these elements increases. Air moves faster than than. So like. Water moves faster than earth, fire moves faster than water, air moves faster than fire. 
but then the next three elements above that are sound, light, and thought. Thought is not, thought is an element. It is an element of creation. It is the fastest element. That's the only thing that moves faster than the speed of light. You feel what I mean? It's the only thing that moves faster than the speed of light. And the speed of light moves faster than the speed of sound. The speed of sound moves faster than air. Air moves faster than fire. And so on and so forth. Above thought, once you get that physical element, because that aligns with our chakras too, our seven chakra energies, shows how energy connects and shit, right? So when we get to that that crown chakra, which is the element of thought, we then ascend above, above that to the next level of chakra energy, right? Because you have finite and infinite. That's something that... Mm, I'm not going to dive heavy into because I want to talk about dreams and that can be a whole podcast episode itself. But I got a podcast episode on the chakras. Um, I think it's uh, chakras breaking of the seven seals. If you want to check it out, what season it's in, I don't know. At this point, I'm like 150 of these motherfuckers in. So you feel me? Throwback. But it's called the you. Um, you can find it in chakras the breaking of the seven seals, right? <clears throat> so when. That element that's above thought is the ethers. So when people talk about the ethers, like what are the ethers? The ethers are the fastest moving particles. And that's where the spirit realm is. Spirit realm sits in the ethers, the two are one in one. So it's like, this is what understanding comes in. Like if you believe in one thing, it keeps you focused on that. But when you understand something, you can see how it plays out in multiple parallelisms. So the ethers, the heavens, whatever it is that we call it, are the fastest moving elements and that's where things start conceptualizations materialize from the spirit realm and slow down they move from the ether down to the thought down to the light down to the sound all the way till it can materialize into the earth you feel what i mean and it has to slow down so when people say things can happen in the spirit realm prior you know saying long before the physical realm can see it that's what it means that's why our dreams can be timeless but still full of time at the same time. You dig what I mean? So when you're spiritual, <clears throat> your spirit says you need to see something to pay attention to something. Right. First thing that has to happen, you're going to run into people, physical people. <clears throat> right. You're going to run into physical people that will mention certain shit to you. The moment that shit hits your dream, it's an immediate thing and you need to pay attention now. You feel me? Because like I said, the ethers slow the ethers have to slow down to a thought, have to slow down to, you know what I'm saying, those elements of speed and then come into your reality for you to observe them. Because we can only observe the first three elements. We can't observe air. Air is a tangible intangible. We can't observe it with the naked eye. We can feel its effects, but we cannot observe it. Like, you feel what I'm saying? You know air, the element of air is at play when you see trees move because you know wind has been created. But how was wind created? By the air. The element of air, the element of air mixes with the, the high and the water, the warm and the like you can't see wind blow. You just know the effects of wind blowing. You feel me? So that's what I mean. If something's not slowed down to the third materialization of either being air, I mean, fire, I mean, water, earth, water or fire, you'll miss it literally and figuratively. Right. So when we take that from an elemental perspective and how it pertains to us in the spirit side is right things have to slow down in order for our soul to catch up to the moment to the to, to the spike where it's at i'm gonna get back to dreaming but i'm setting my scene right because a figment uh, an extension of a dream is deja vu 
You feel me? Deja vu. Deja vu is the moment where your physical is caught up with your spiritual. Not just that. Because I talk about it being a synergy. It is the moment in time when your spirit, your mind, or when your soul, your mind, and your body are all in the same pocket of time synergistically. That's why we be like, I've been here before. Mm -mm. Your physical reality find up caught, caught, finally caught up to the spiritual moment that happened a long time ago. You just finally played it out. That's why you've seen it. You feel me? And it ties into being a point where you can recollect and say, uh-oh, I've been here before. But you talking to the people around you like, this ain't happened before. Yes, it did, bro. You said that exact same thing. This motherfucker did this. This motherfucker did that. Your spirit has finally caught up with your physical presence. Now, that can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing. I look at it as a good thing because it's like, it shows me that whatever I'm doing in life, I'm on point. I'm on track because now I got like a checkpoint, a save, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a video game. I got a save moment where it's like, here is where you're supposed to be. That's why you remember this. You saw it already. And the life that you lived was about what you saw and filling in the gaps. And you filled the gaps in right when you saw the shit again. You feel me? It's almost like a it's a, literally a destination. You feel me? When you go somewhere for the first time, you know, use your GPS or whatever, MapQuest back in the day or whatever, you don't know where you're going, but as you're going there, you're hitting milestones. You're hitting little landmarks. I remember this, so I turn here. I remember this, passing by this. And if you don't see those things, you know you're lost. That's what deja vu is. It's the milestones of your soul. It's like, here's this point. Like, I've already seen it. I've already done it. I've already been here. Like, I already know what's about to happen because I'm creating this reality for myself. I've already seen it. When the deja vu aligns, that's like, here's a milestone, right? <clears throat> so in those milestones that you're building as you lead up to your deja vu moments, the more deja vu moments you have, the more you're in line with your purpose. You feel me? But as you see more deja vu moments play themselves out, you have to think about the happenings that led to that. Right. Because all of those happenings that ultimately led to the deja vu, they're going to be the things that hit your different modalities of the mind, your conscious mind, subconscious mind, unconscious mind. So when you dream, those things are going to show themselves. And when those things show themselves, they show you in a way that you're supposed to be able to understand. In this physical realm, our teachers, our guides, our leaders, whatever, they're supposed to be getting us, getting our minds to the level of understanding so we can see all things, you know. Conventionally, you know, you woke gang, gang shit. We always talk about 360 degrees of consciousness, right? And what does that mean? You dig what I mean? It means to be able to permanently see with your soul. Your soul is blocked by the physical, tangible things, the distractions from the sensory images and shit that we have. But all of that shit breaks down. Time, space, all of those things, they break down when you dream. You feel me? So much so that you can have a dream with somebody. Somebody's in your dream. And this is a dope part because it's like, when did that dream happen? When was that person in that space with you? Feel me? You'd be like, yo, the dream felt so real. Like this person was this. And you feel me? Dreams can tell you a story if you're listening. You feel me? One specific dream that I had. Well, I have two. I'm going to share two within this. But... 
one specific dream that I have was most recently where um, me, my brother, my sister, my brother's girlfriend, and some other random person, you feel me? We were hit, hit people, you know, non-binary, but we was contract killers, you feel me? And I can't think of the dude. That's who the dude was. So I got a favorite. One of my favorite battle rappers is JC or whatever the case may be. Like, he's real dope. Like, you know, his mother passed or whatever. So rest her soul. Um, condolences out. But, like, the dream went from him being in the dream, being the boss that paid us off to go make the hit, to go get the people that, you know, ultimately killed his mother. You feel what I'm saying? Why I dreamed about that, I don't know. But as I break down the story, it's going to come into reality. So in the dream, me, my brother, my sister, his girlfriend, and the other guy, we pull up on this house. Prior to that, I had a previous dream. Sometimes your dreams can tell your stories and sequences. So I had a previous dream that was just me and my brother. We went to this exact same house. And I stood outside of the house and watched my brother go up the porch. You know what I'm saying? As soon as the door opened, shot somebody straight through the door and then you know wiped the gun off and shit and we just got back in the car and left this particular time we rode motorcycles there um and pulled up to the same house and my brother looked at me in the dream i looked at my brother looked at my sister was like so my brother said why are we here again and my thing is like yo we paid Dude paid us to, you know, knock these dudes out. They killed his mama, so we got to go get him. You feel me? Now, this is not to say that this is what happened to this man's mama. I don't know. But I'm piecing together how dreams work, right? It gives you nuggets to bridge gaps to pay attention to certain pieces. So when we get to the house, uh, my brother says, um, no, before that, he don't even walk up to the porch this time. He just say, fuck it. He pull out big ass machine gun. My sister pulled one out too. And then my brother's girlfriend, other guy, they all pull guns out too, machine guns. They shoot this house so many motherfucking times that the bullets hit every piece of the house. When I say every piece of the house so much, like you know how you got cartoons and then the motherfuckers like, it'll be holes everywhere, but then they'll even shoot the spaces in it and the whole bitch collapse. That's what it was. They shot the shit up until it came to dust. And then my brother looked at me and he said, he said, we're not coming back here no more. And then my sister looked at me and was like, no, no. My brother looked at me and said, we can't come back here no more. And again, you know, assassin shit. I'm thinking, oh, because we just made a kill. Then my sister looks at me and says, we will not come back here no more. And, you know, I didn't shoot anybody. I wasn't there shooting. I was like behind them two. Right. So when I looked at the house, I noticed the colors of the house. And I was like, bruh, this was our old house. Who the fuck? Who the fuck live here now that killed? Blah, blah, blah. And after that, they was like, that's irrelevant. It's time to go. And then my sister repeated, we will not come back here anymore and as she said that i kind of transfigured from the adult that i am to the little kid that used to try to tag along between my brother and sister then it's like i went from having my old motorcycle to riding on the back of my sister motorcycle into the sunset after we just i was like how did i transform into a younger child 
You dig what I'm saying? So from there, as I woke up, I was able to decipher the dream, right? The dream was reminiscent of the fact that I always knew that my brother and my sister, my big brother and my sister were my guardian angels, but that reaffirmed it. By anything, they protect me in so many different ways. Like, and when I say protect, I mean on some other level, like shit never happened to me because of them. Like shit that was supposed to go down, it didn't go down. Like I had situations where, you know, motherfuckers wanted to end my life and I told my brother about it. Somehow the beef got squashed. I don't ask no questions. You feel me? Plausible deniability. If I don't know shit, I don't know shit. You feel me? So it's like I looked at that, you know, and this I have another dream similar to this one that I'm going to tell a little later. But I looked at that situation like, okay, that showed me that they are my protectors. They are my guardian angels. That's And, it, you know, when I look at the pieces, that the happenings, me and my brother and my sister were significantly far apart. They're two years in, in, you know, in age, but I'm seven years younger than my brother, five years younger than my sister. They were set up that way, right, as a part of my mission, as a part of my plan. The house that they shot up, that was our old house we grew up in. You know what I mean? But it was their message of we can't come back here. My brother saying we can't come back here. And my sister saying we will not come back here was the masculine and feminine coinciding with one another to set a tone, right? Those were the two representatives of masculine and feminine energy that I felt from the, as a kid. You feel me? That was like my first example, you know, ideally, you know what I'm saying, from a spiritual side. So that was them coinciding on the same thing, right? Me regressing back to the child after they did it was them, was was me in the space of trying to go backwards when I couldn't, you feel what I'm saying? Them shooting the house down, I was solely the figment of the past. What they were really telling me in a dream was, I cannot go back to my past anymore. Not just physically, you feel me? But mentally, spiritually, I cannot go back to the old way of things that I was doing. And that dream was, you know, it was telling me because there's moments when you feel like you move through life and you move through a certain dynamic. And you feel me like in the last episode I just did. So for a conversation's accomplishment, I kind of mentioned something like this. So these things kind of segue within one another. It's like, what do you do when you finish? You can't go backwards. You're done. You feel me? And that's anything in life. The moment you see something or you understand something or you experience something the way it was supposed to, you can't go back to it. The, the, the door is closed. So this was the icing on the cake. I cannot go back to my old way of living, period. So much so that in the dream, the comfort zone, which was home, the old home that I lived in was completely obliterated. There's nothing to go back to now. Right? That was a universal sign. That was the spirit. That was spirit slowing down enough, but giving me the happenings that I know. Now, granted, when I say happenings, my brother and sister never shot anybody, like never shot a house up or no shit like that. Like, nah, and I wasn't with them in it. But there's certain creative aspects. Other happenings could be movies that you watch, different things that grab your attention. Dreams are designed to grab your attention. You feel me? The battle rapper, that's one of my favorite battle rappers. Like it was designed like seeing him and I paid attention to the whole dream. You feel what I'm saying? I paid attention to the whole dream. So when breaking it down, when waking up, I was like, hmm, okay, let me sit with this and see what it means. I wrote it out. And I said, oh, okay. I'm trying to go back to the past. And 
it's so much so that the rapper, the the battle rapper that paid us, that paid us off, it was like you can't even go back for money. Like this is the last time. Like yeah, you we 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 secured a bag, we honored a contract, but there's like you can't even go back for that. You feel me? It's done. There's nothing for you to go back to. Period. So leave it alone. Don't come back here anymore. And me regressing back to the kid was, oh shit, okay. That was, as an adult, we all adults and shit, but it's like we were equals. But me regressing back to the kid and them staying in the adult stage was my guardian angel speaking directly to me. It's like, stop coming back here. Like, you cannot go back to your past. You cannot go back to who you were. It's it's dead, it's done, it is what it is. Now there's nothing for you to return to. And physically in real life, I can't return back to my past if I wanted to. The way in which I've lived now has destroyed the past. Not in a bad way, but it's like, I don't fit in that place. I can't thrive in that place. And I have moments where it's just like, yo, if I could just go backwards to old times and shit like that. But it's like, then that means you have wasted everything that you have done now. So go forward. Create new things. Do something new. But the past is dead. So much so we just killed it for you. So if you try to go back to your past, there won't be nothing for you to thrive with. That's why the home was destroyed. Because home is where we thrived as our safe haven. That's where we developed. The home was completely obliterated. It's like, all right, you go there now. You want to. There's nothing there for you. There's nothing to sustain you. You have to go somewhere else, right? That dream, I had it like a month and a half ago, two months ago. But how many happenings did I have to experience in life in order for me to get that message the way I needed it to get? You feel me? Now, again, like I said, this comes to me being able to tap into the understanding level of the mind to know what that dream meant. Because on a physical level, if I'm just seeing it and like if i was on a belief level of the mind i would have been scared like are we gonna go kill somebody or they're gonna shoot like nah i understand dreams now because i understand my own first but it comes about from knowing yourself knowing every single detail of you i'm into battle rap you feel me <clears throat> i have moments when i want to go back to regress to who i used to be when life was so much easier you feel me your dreams can't lie to you they show you your most transparent, raw state. No matter what the fuck everybody else can see from the world, your spirit knows you. <clears throat> and you're supposed to know your spirit. And it's going to tell you everything that you need to see, how you need to see it. And the only way you'll be able to understand it based off of all the things that have happened to you or the things that happened for you or against you in some way, shape or form. You feel me? And every character, every detail plays a significant point. You feel me? The guy in the dream that, you know, wasn't my brother, that I don't know who it was, that's still, I have to figure that point out. That's still a relevant piece. You feel me? But I could not, I, that was not going to be revealed to me in that dream simply because, like what that guy represents, simply because it was not supposed to be revealed yet. The happening that I needed to show who that would have been, I haven't had it. You feel me? I haven't had it. That's why that was just a shadow. It was just a figure. Motherfucker was shooting. 
You feel me? Don't get me wrong. The motherfucker was busting. Pew, 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 pew. Well, nah, they were bigger guns than that one. Pew, pew. We were shooting some shit. Well, they were shooting some shit because I didn't have a gun. But um, <clears throat> yeah, that is how that dream played out. And it told me that I woke up from the reality of, yeah, this is deep. And I'm telling that story because that is me being able to decipher the dream in recent times based off of everything that I've learned over the years, everything that I developed, right? And showing the capacity of how when you have to get a message, when the universe has to give you a message, it's going to give you something like that. Like when I think about the dream, it could have been an omen. It could have been, a t- it could have been anything, but you have to know what it is. The dream is going to tell you exactly what you're supposed to see. Whether or not you can see it, don't nobody give a fuck. <laughs> the universe don't care. It's like, yo, you better go somewhere to figure out what the fuck this shit means. But you got to figure out what it means. You feel me? You got to figure out what it means. So when we have our dreams, it is on us to be able to decipher them because we're supposed to be able to decipher them. We have the shit. Like we have all of the resources. Another part to that dream is that the fact that we it merged timelines because it was us as I was now starting it and it went back to the house we grew up in and then it made me go back to a child you feel what i mean there was three different timelines my past present well it was two different timelines it was my past and my present you feel what i'm saying and i was gonna say the future but the future is not necessarily in that dream i'll tell one when the future is in a dream but the future wasn't in that dream but two two timelines had blurred they had shattered and they had coincided with one another to say, this cannot be anymore. You can't go backwards. There is no past. Let it go. So much so, we're going to show you that you have to let it go because it is no more. And the only place that it is, is in your mind. Until you understand that, you can't make the necessary change. You feel what I'm saying? And then as I looked at how my life was playing out, you know, over the recent month and a half, it's like everything that I was trying to do, a lot of things like I got stuck at one point and trying to figure out things like there's nothing left in the past for you to do anymore. Everything is now future based. That's it. There's nothing more you can do. What more can I say? What more can I do? You feel me? But I'm segueing that off of the dream, the dream aspect, because deciphering it, deciphering dreams, a lot of people struggle with them. Because they think they need some kind of mystical vision. They think they need some kind of, you know, special power. You know, that's what people teach. Oh, that motherfucker's an oracle. That motherfucker's a dating. No, you can do anything you want to. You have to put your mind to those levels to be able to do it. You feel what I'm saying? Deciphering dreams. You can't decipher anybody else's dream until you decipher yours. All you can do is tell a motherfucker what you think it means. You feel me? When people come to me to decipher their dreams or they say, yo, I had a dream about this. What do you think it means? I always ask the first question before I start talking. What do you think it means? Well, I don't know. That's a problem because whatever the fuck I say, you're going to agree with it. I don't know the particulars of your life that made that dream happen. All I can do is talk you through the different characters and what they represent, where they're different times, where they're different this. And that's when people start to uncover the dream. They're like, ah. They don't even know that I'm showing them how to decipher their own dreams in the moment. I eventually tell them, but 
I can't tell them, I'm gonna help you decipher it. Cause the first thing they do, cause I've done that before. I said, let me help you decipher this dream. I can't decipher dreams. They literally shut themselves down from being able to decipher it because they uttered the words. You feel me? So they have now put themselves in the level of the mind of belief where they cannot decipher their own dreams, which means now we're going to tie it to meditation and other things like that. If you can't decipher your own dreams, that means you do not understand your own reality. God damn, that's a bar. Ooh. If you cannot decipher your own dreams, you do not understand your own reality. That's crazy, right? That's crazy as fuck. Imagine living however many years you live in your life and you cannot understand your own reality. You have existed for however long you've been on this earth. Understanding your dreams is an extension of understanding yourself because you are understanding what you are trying to say to yourself. All right, all right, look, look, look. The markets are not a difficult place to understand, all right? You just have to know what you're looking at. And there's five things that you need to see before you can make any market entry. First, you need a pocket so you can know which direction the market is going. Second, you need a pullback so you can get the better price. Third, you need a battlefield so you can see when that market movement is slowing down. Fourth, you need the upper hand so you can see when the market reactivates. And last, you need a final push so you can see the exact moment when it's time to go with the direction you are already moving in, okay? Of course, of course, there's so much more that has to go into that and it's not as cut and dry as that. But those are things that I teach in my Mastering the Market course. So if you would like to learn more, please visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today. Although it is directed and specialized for Forex, all of the skills I crafted them to be transferable to any market that you're looking at. So again, visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today if you are truly looking to master the market. It's that powerful. You feel me? It's that powerful. But I'm not going to make it so extreme because some dreams are just bullshit. Some dreams happen because it was something simple. Like dreaming about an ex or whatever the case may be, dreaming about fucking somebody is, you know, like I said, they could be manifestations of your deepest desires. You dig what I mean? I'm like, I don't want my ex back. You sure about that? <laughs> Uni said you still want that motherfucker. And then sometimes it could be very well them communicating with you. Astral projection is rare whether you know how to do it or not, whether you know, like your spirit, your soul goes to another place in dream state. Meditation is powerful because meditation teaches you how to dream while you're awake. I know we have, I have a podcast episode on meditation too. Where I go into it a little bit, but conventionally we think meditation is silence in our mind and doing like, like, no, why do you think so many thoughts come to your mind when you meditate? Motherfucker, I can't meditate because I keep thinking, duh. You feel me? That's exactly how the dreamscape works. Like that's how the dream, the, the spirit realm works. It's like, we're going to flood you with a plethora of thoughts that you got to understand. We're going to put a story together. Write the story down. And what does it say to you? I don't know what this dream means. Motherfucker, we gave you motherfuckers you know, motherfuckers you don't know, places you've been, places you've seen, time, smell, sense, colors. We gave you all of that shit. And you don't know what the hell this, this means. So what are you doing in your life? What is happening in your life that you're not recalling anything or you're not understanding what it is? I'm not, you know, in a position where I'm saying 
I'm the GOAT or I'm some guru motherfucker because I can do it now because I can do it now. I had a dream mm, 10 years ago, 10 or 11 years ago. I had a dream 10 or 11 years ago that took nine years to play out fully. Fully. At the time, I didn't know how to decipher dreams, but I was still in the belief level of the mind. I was 21. You know what I'm saying? I was 21 and really hurt, broken, but I had this dream, right? And this dream revealed everything to me, but I seen nothing. Now, when I look back in hindsight, I'm like, nigga, that shit told me verbatim that I would be in this position, but it didn't tell me that I would be in this position. It told me in multiple levels, multiple sequences. It gave me different time pockets and shit. Like, it's like it gave me things to look out for. It things it gave me things to pay attention to. It gave me things to reminisce on to get this code, to get these different things. There were so many levels to this dream. And the crazy part about it, <clears throat> I'm about to tell the dream, but like with all of the shit that manifested, that transpired in that dream, it was only a five minute sleep. Well, sleep was long, but the dream felt like it was only five minutes. But I lived every piece of, I remember every detail of that dream because I could not forget it because I learned that certain dreams, they play themselves out. Like I said, they tell you the story of what your soul needs to hear. It's like, yo, you about to go through a transformation, buddy. You about to go through a major transformation. So the dream starts off on some random shit. Like you just, I just start off in a dream and in starting off in a dream, I get shot. 22 times, but I don't die. Like motherfuckers is literally shooting me with machine guns. I ain't got no gun. I'm just standing there getting shot. And it's like, it ain't hurting me. It ain't dropping me. It ain't making me, you know what I mean? In the same dream, my brother's in it. My sister ain't in this one, but my brother's in it. And he's shooting and popping off and laying the motherfuckers that are shooting me down. He just walking straight through the fire. Like they're shooting me, but they're not shooting at him, but he laying them down as they shoot me. But in that dream, I got shot 22 times, right? Because the dream has so many different layers. I'm going to tell what each piece means after I tell it. Um, so I got shot 22 times, but I didn't fall. I didn't drop. So I'm walking. And in the dream, I'm walking and I see Kobe Bryant, 24 jersey. I never forget the colors. It was very detailed. 24 jersey. Um, it was with the gold, the gold base, you know, with the purple trim. So what was that away? That's an away jersey. No, that's a home. I don't remember whether it's home or away, but that he had on a gold based jersey, 24. And as he's and he's like walking away from me, but he's waving his hand. Like he's leaving. So I'm like, okay. All right. I'll charge that to the game. The fuck? Now mind you, in 2021, if I'm not mistaken, 2021, 2011, I think that's when Kobe hit his he tore his Achilles. Or something like that. So at that point, I'm like, oh, damn, I saw Kobe leaving the game. But that wasn't it. That wasn't the moment. I'll tell what it is. So I get shot those 22 times. I see Kobe Bryant. And then I walk up a mountain. Like, this is a fucking big-ass mountain. But I walk up the shit. The mountain is snow-capped. It's covered in snow. And as soon as I get to the top of the mountain, I just sat down, like exhausted. Like, cause mind you, I still got 22 holes in me. 22 holes in me, and I just climbed up a mountain, right? So as I'm climbing the mountain, I sit down, and it's a snow covered mountain. 
white everywhere. The bitch looks beautiful, but like it, it, like I can't explain it. But it's like snow everywhere. I'm at the top of the mountain. Like climb the bitch, no gear or nothing. Like I think I'm in a t-shirt and some jogging pants or some shit. And then I just sat down and I picked up the phone and called my mama and I was like, "Mama, I did it. I finally did it." You feel me? And in saying that, it was like the next moment it was like she was like, "All right, no." And then she was like, "All right, cool," or whatever. So as I'm coming down the mountain, you feel me? I go into a different space. And this space that I go into is like, it made me think of the college that I was in. You feel me? So I called one of my homegirls and she was like, what's up, Ray? I was like, I just got shot 22 times. She freaking out and shit. And I'm like, yo, chill out. It's just 22 bullets, man. I'm good. I'm, I'm still talking to you. Like the fuck? And in that, she was with this woman that I was talking to at the time. And show shorty in the back freaking out. What's going on? What's going on? She was like, yo, Ray just got shot 22 times. They were, I say, yo, calm down. I'm good. Can't you see I'm still on the phone with y'all? You feel me? Relax. I'm good. I'm about to, you know, chill out. So I hang up with them. And then from there, <clears throat> I walk through a, a dark path. You feel me? On either side of me, there's like hands reaching at me, like trying to scratch me and grab me. And like, you know what I'm saying? You know how in the Bible it say, uh, motherfucking teeth gnashing and scratching and all of this shit like when a rapture, rapture happens revelation or whatever the case may be so it's like those little entities are like lined up on the sides of me and I'm walking straight through them and as I'm walking through them they can't touch me now there's no barricade there's nothing to stop them I'm by myself just walking through they will not touch me they just like looking and grabbing and reaching but they cannot get to where I am so the barrier that's set may not be a gate that's actually keeping them back but I'm the gate they can't fuck with me they can't touch me so I just look at them, not scared of anything, walk straight through. And when I get out the um, get out of the little path and shit, the sun comes out. Like the sun comes out like real fucking bright and I see all the colors. I'm no longer in the woods. It's no longer drab. It's no longer dark. So my homie, she come and pick me up. My homie and my, uh, my other homeboy that, you know, we was in undergrad together and shit, right? So they come pick me up and they like, Ray. You got shot. I said, I know I got shot 22 times, y'all. If it's going to make y'all feel better, just take me to the hospital. And they said, we going right now. So I got in the car. I got in the car, sat in the back. Um, and then I just laid my head down. And it's like, all right, man, take me to the hospital. And then I woke up. Right. In this dream, like my homie, she had, um, I think it was like a, a gold Honda Civic or something like that. Like all of these details were there, the windows, I see everything, the sun shining, I feel the warmth of everything like that coming out of the situation. And my homie, she like, she panicked, oh shit, because my other homegirl that I just called and said I got the shot 22 times, she called and was like, yo, y'all need to go get Ray, because blah, 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 blah. So they come and scoop me as I get out of the, the path. And as they, you know, put me in a car, you feel me? I say the last words. Um, all right, y'all, just take me to the hospital. So when they take me to the hospital, well, they don't, I don't go to the hospital. I wake up, you know. Now, at that time, I didn't understand how to decipher dreams. Shit scared the fuck out of me. I thought I was going to die. I thought I was going to die. And from the 22 shots, that was like, yo, somebody, because I had somebody, because now I'm going to talk about the happenings. The 22 shots, in the moment of me not understanding how to decipher dreams, I looked at it as somebody gonna try to kill me. 
but it's not going to do anything, but they're going to try to kill me. And at the time I got cheated on by this woman and the guy she cheated on me with said he was going to kill me. Like she said some bullshit about how, um, she got pregnant by him. Cause if he, she, she said he threatened to kill me if she didn't. I said, whatever, you know where the fuck I'm from. You know how I get down. Don't be stupid. Cause I'm, you already know what it's going to be, but she made that, painted that role. Like he would he said he was going to kill you if I didn't get pregnant, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I had that as a happening lingering in the back of my mind. Universe used that to tell a story for me. You feel me? That was the 22 shots, but I was scared. I was like, damn, somebody really going to try to kill me, bro. Damn. You feel me? So again, my brother in the dream, guardian angel. At the time, I didn't know it. That's how I confirmed it and knew from this other dream that I was saying about. My brother's one of my guardian angels, my brother and my sister. You feel what I mean? Like literal, legit guardian angels. You feel me? And it's it's beautiful to have siblings that are your guardian angels. I don't I don't know what I did for the world, for the universe to shine on me. God, Allah, Yahweh, Shu, Krishna, Jesus, Buddha. I don't know what it was was given to shine on me, but my guardian angels lived in my house. They lived with me. You feel me? They lived with me. That's that's a powerful luxury to have. And I'm forever grateful for that shit, you know. But as my brother's shooting back, he's laying them down. It's like they shooting me, but it's like I don't have a vest. I don't have nothing. But my brother is laying them down. All of the people that shot me with those books, like they shot me with machine guns, too. Matter of fact, it was the same machine guns in this recent dream that we used to shoot the house down. But anyway, so they hit me 22 times and shit. And as they hit me the 22 times, I kind of, you know, move forward. But I didn't know what it was. So I'm thinking on a physical level because my mental space i was only at the level of the mind of belief so i believed i was going to die somebody was going to try to kill me that's not what that 22 represented that represented the 22 paths of life i was going to take all 22 paths you feel me that's why so for a three i put the tree of life in there as a part of an extension of developing masculinity so those 22 shots, the reason why they didn't kill me, because they weren't supposed to. The tree of life is not supposed to kill you. It's supposed to give you your trials and your tribulations to make you who you are. You feel me? When I look at those 22 shots, at the time when I was telling my homies about the dream, I say, yo, when I look at the trials and tribulations I've been through, I've been through 22 damaging things. That, like, You know what I'm saying? It's like, what does that mean? But then I had to go to the next level of it. I knew that I had been through, but I had been through more than 22 things. Like, you feel me? Getting hit by a car, almost drowned in a pool, heartbreaks, you know, father shit. All of there's more, you know, betrayal from my homeboys. They tried to jump me one time and crazy shit. You feel me? Motherfucker tried to kill me. Like, all of that shit tied into those 22, but there was still more that had to go through life. So I'm thinking, I went through 22 issues and I'm thinking that's what I got to cipher. But from there, I think about Kobe. Right. And Kobe's reference and relevance in there again, this shatters timelines, past, present and future. Because when Kobe retired, that's when I thought that dream was done. You feel me? Again, he retired well after. You feel me? I think it was 2016 because I was in Philly when he actually retired and shit. You feel me? But so I'm thinking, okay, when I get that Kobe retires, that's going to be a significant point. And I'll be damned when he retired, he did the wave. Mamba out, did the wave. I said, that was in my fucking dream. You feel me? Exact wave, number, jersey, he walked out. 
right? And that night in the physical, when I seen the game, like he dropped 60 points. That was his best night and everything like that. But that wasn't it. I didn't know that that wasn't it. His death was actually what I had to pay attention to because something great was going to happen to me and accomplishment and things of that nature. So when Kobe actually died, it was, I want to say, it was this year. Damn, wasn't it? No, because the pandemic made our years run together. So it was in 2020. Oh, no. I can't think of the time right now. But when Kobe's Kobe's passing was a icing on the cake type moment, it was like, damn. Mind you, I had this dream in 2011. This is what I'm saying. Time is gone at this point. Right? So also in the dream, um, like I said, I climbed the mountain with the 22 holes. That was a bigger aspect of, of my tenacity as a person because it revealed to me how resilient I am as a man, how resilient I am as a person, and how I do not give up until I reach my mission. And it was reminiscent of keep that energy no matter what. Taking 22 shots and climbing the mountain is damn near impossible. Taking 22 shots and surviving is damn near impossible. So to do it and climb a mountain, you feel me? And when I climbed to the mountain, there was white snow. I don't want to use white as, I'm going to use white as it's intended for dream purposes. But, you know, we think white is, you know, always good. And no, white is purity, right? Purity doesn't necessarily mean good. Purity means without blemish or without um, and I know it seems like oh, we call white people, they ain't got no limit. Like, no, purity means completely absent, the absence of something. There's nothing in it, right? So the 22 shots that I take, I went to a place where there was no more problems for me. There were no more burdens. There were no more issues. You feel me? I had reached the point where I had completed whatever it was that I was supposed to complete. So at that moment, I called my mama from the mountain. How the fuck I had cell reception up there, I don't know. But again, details. Everything had its important piece. That call had to be done. So when I called my mama, I didn't tell her about the 22 shots. I didn't tell her about none of the shit. I just told her, mama, I did it. I did it. And when I look at where I am right now in my life, my mom doesn't know the path. She doesn't know some of the shit that I've done to leading up to this point. My mama don't know about none of my 22 shots. She don't know about my, she don't know about the threats that I had of, you know, losing my life. She don't know about, um, she know about the heartbreaking shit, like, but a lot of significant shit she don't know about. So that was in a dream too, calling her and like, yo, I did it, mama. And at first, when I first thought about that, I thought it was me graduating from college. Nah, that wasn't it. It was me, you know, doing med school and shit. It was like, nah, that still ain't it. And as So Frail 3 is finished, that's what it is. The moment I put the end in the writing of So Frail and I finished typing it, it's like that energy that I felt when I sat on the top of that mountain, it came to me. And I told my mama, I was like, ma, I finished it. It's done. The series is done. And so after that, I walked back down the mountain. You feel me? And then, as I said, when I called my homegirl, it's like to call that, to call her, like we used thick as thieves. We still thick as thieves now. To call her what that represented was 
no matter how much I achieve, no matter how much I, I climb in my, you know, reality and the shit that I go through, um, I'm always going to need somebody. I'm always going to need somebody to, to hear me. You feel me? To hear what I've gone through, not to complain, not to vent, but sometimes just to get it out so I can keep going. And when I say that, it's because when I called her, it was just a casual. Yo, I got shot 22 times. Like I'm just letting you know what happened to me, but I don't need you to do anything about it. Like, why they freaking out? I'm keeping them calm. It's like, yo, it's just life. My feeling of it is like, it's life. Shit happens. You go through shit, you get through it. You feel me? But the magnitude showed also that I had people in my circle who really and genuinely cared for me. I had a support system that was revealed. Like, yo, I got a support system, you know, from my mama, my brother, my college homies, my sister. I have a support system, a strong one. You feel me? And so her calling the shorty that I was with at the time, well, I wasn't with her. Like, we was talking, but we ain't never crossed the line and get together. But because I just wasn't, it was on some rebound shit and I didn't want to do it like that. I really liked her. Um, so we kind of dated it. But um, her calling her was just like, you know, that person still was in the space too to care for what I had gone through. You feel me? And the energy was like, I was like, man, motherfuckers really care. I said, man, look, I'm gonna be good, man. I'm gonna holla at you later. And then I hung up. So when I walked through the path, right? <laughs> this is again, when you understand certain shit, you understand that the universe is gonna use whatever it is that you can use, that you can see to get the message. So when I walked through, it was literally a physical, well, uh, dream realm representation of the bible verse yea though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil because you are with me right I told you i know the fucking bible bro i just you feel me <laughs> be different but in that dream as i'm walking through and they're reaching at me you know like i said gnashing teeth and clawing hands that's in the bible in the book of revelations right and this is why i always talk about how the bible is an allegory i didn't know the allegory at the time the book of Revelations is your spiritual awakening. That is the vision John had was, in addition to talking about shit that was going on in Rome at the time, um, that was the metaphor and the allegory for what's happening with your spiritual awakening, your revelation. This is why you break seven seals. This is why I called that podcast Epico, Epico, episode shock was the breaking of the seven seals, right? When you go through your spiritual awakening, it's Armageddon. It's the apocalypse. And we call the rapture, the final moment, the apocalypse. But when we understand apocalypse from the Greek word, apocalypse means to uncover. It don't mean mass destruction. We got fucked up in the game. They played us. They told us, you know, got to believe in that an apocalypse is a mass destruction. Something's going to come and wipe everything clean. No, the apocalypse is the uncovering. So when we look at the book of Revelations, why do you think it's called Revelation? Reveal. Like, it's not like, what is it? It's, that's the thing. People don't know what's being revealed. This tying back into what I was talking about at the beginning when I was saying a lot of people don't believe in God. They fear hell. They don't love God. They fear hell. And they rationalize their fear by saying, I love God, so I'm not going. I do what God. This is why those same people will say, well, he knows my heart. I can't change. If you really love something, if you really care for something like you would do, but if you fear 
whatever it was you would do the behavior, but still be leaning, like be leaning towards the change. But I'm saying that because that showed me my spiritual, my spiritual awakening happened in that moment. That's when it started. What prompted my spiritual awakening was my heartbreak. All of my seven seals were broken and the battle started. You feel me? This is why the book ends when it says at the end of the battle, the Leviathan, the Leviathan is the great serpent, right? Leviathan is quote unquote an alligator. It is a reptile. It is a serpent. That's what we don't talk about much in the book. Like look up what a Leviathan really is. What else is represented by a Leviathan? What is represented by the snake? Okay. You know, the great tempter at the beginning of the book, the book starts and ends with the, with the, with the quote unquote tempter, right? The snake. That's very important that you know that, that it starts with the snake. So this, the, the snake not only awakens Adam and Eve by telling them to eat of the tree of knowledge, but the snake now has to be controlled at the end of the book and sent back down beneath the earth. So now when we tie that back in, the Leviathan being a serpent represents the Kundalini energy. When your chakras open, your shit flows from the base of your spine to the top of your head. You feel what I'm saying? If you have any blockages in that shit, you're going to feel the burn there. A lot of people get stuck in the middle of their back. They get stuck in the middle of their back and their heart chakra is broken. Or it's ain't broken, it's blocked. And they can't get to the higher levels. You feel me? Because it takes different things in personal identity. These are things that I put in Soul for a 3 because I'm like, yo, people need to know how to do this shit. For real, for real. But again, that's the allegory aspect of it. So I have my spiritual awakening in that moment. You feel me? So as I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death, you feel me? I'm, these things are trying to reach me. And in it, it's like, I will fear no evil. I will fear no man because you are with me. I was by myself, but I was protected. Still, like there was a fence around me, but then it made me think about, you know, this is what I was talking about. Like what you have eternalized within yourself and the happenings that you had are what's going to be used to structure your dream so you can't see everything as literal you have to see things from the third perspective of allegory you feel me so in that i was by myself but there was like a energy around me that energy was mine it was my inner self showing me that through all of this what's been protecting you is the higher power but it's the higher power as you're reflected as it you feel what I'm saying? From the one come the all. Therefore, the all is the one. You feel me? That's why I say that. You feel me? So as I'm walking through, these things are looking at me, trying to grab me, but it's like, I'm not trembling. I'm like, huh, I'm just literally walking through, head high, looking at these motherfuckers. Like, do something, bitch. I'll fuck you up, bitch. You feel me? But I was never afraid of them. I was never afraid of the dark entities and shit like that. But um, I've learned that now in hindsight, it's like, those entities weren't really dark. They were just in opposition. Opposition does not always mean bad. You feel me? And they didn't attack me. They couldn't beat me. It's like your opposition can't beat you when you know who you are, when you start to come into who you are. But as I was walking through that, I wasn't who I was when I was 21 and 2000. Like this was showing me this is who you're going to become. But we're giving you the glimpse of it right now. Like we're going to show you what you're going to become to where no matter what problem you face, no matter what obstacle, it will not beat you. You will walk through the shit.
bullet holes and all problems and faces and all. And I'm like, my life has been like that. You feel me? But now I embraced that power and I was able to tap into it. So they're not reaching me. You feel me? So then I walk out, the sun shines. And when the sun shines and my homies pick me up and we ride, <laughs> conventionally, we ride into the sunset and shit. And the thing is taking me to the hospital, but I don't go to the hospital. You feel me? But in the 22 shots, like, and it had already started healing up. Low key, but I still went. And it was like, bruh, you got shot. I was like, I know, I got shot, but I'm good. You feel me? And they came and scooped me up. But that was, again, tying into the point of my support system, my team, my circle. I fucked with genuine people who cared about my well, my well-being. You feel me? So much so that they were waiting for me to get out of a tough spot. Like the conversation that I had with the phone call with one of my homegirls was where the start happened and I had to walk through the path. Like they were with me on both sides. They were there when I was going through the start of it and they were there to pick me up when the sunshine and it was over. You dig what I'm saying? A lot of people look at friendship as Oh, you got to be there during my dark times or whatever the case may be. Or you got to be there for whatever the case may be. That dream revealed to me the power of friendship. Also, the power of true, genuine fucking friends. You feel me? It's not, you know, you helping me get through my shit. It's being there before my shit starts. And being able to carry me when the shit's over that's friendship that's real friendship that's what that dream showed me you feel me they weren't supposed to be going through my trials with me that wasn't their 22 pass that wasn't their shit our friendship is separate from my life it's an extension of my life that's why we became friends but our friendship does not my shit ain't they shit Unless we're doing the shit together. You dig what I mean? And that was a point of, in that I had to still respect that too. You feel me? Because I had to call one and the other came to pick me up, which means they weren't in my location. And that's how friendship works. You're never in the same space all the time. That's an obsession. That's not real friends. You don't have to be that. You feel me? But we are so cohesive that we're there for each other when we need it. I needed somebody to come pick me up after I left that path. <laughs> Bam. Soon as I walk out in the sunshine, they pull right up. I needed somebody to be, I needed somebody to tell that I got fucked up. You feel me? They were there for me. But it showed me the power of friendship. It was deeper than just dimness. It showed me like my real friends were there. It, the dream could have very well put my old friends in there. The ones I grew up with. They weren't my real friends. For that pocket of time, they were, but as far as what a friend really is and knowing what it was, they weren't that. So I got in the car, rode off, woke up. So that dream itself took years to break down. And here's the, the skinny on how all of this ties into dreams and deciphering your own. My... Like waking up with that, like it took me years to fully break that. And that shit had to be broken down to pieces. Had to be broken down to pieces over years, bruh, sis, all y'all. You can have a dream 
that takes years to decide. Because now we're tying it back into what I was talking about, about the spiritual realm. Spiritual realm, what happens in the spiritual realm happens significantly faster, long before it ever happens. You feel me? People don't get that. People think it's like five or 10 minutes. Oh, no, it can be years, my guy. Something can happen in the spiritual realm and years later, you'll see it in the physical. But it takes moments and certain things to make it a reality. Certain happenings have to happen in order for you to be at the point of understanding what's going on. You dig what I'm saying? So when you have dreams, don't panic at first. You feel me? And like I said, when we have our belief system wired to fearing hell, we assume the worst about life. Everything is bad. Everybody I know who has once believed, you know, followed a religion or whatever the case may be, even those who still do. But whatever it is that you go off to, you keep that energy. I know people that study astrology and everything with that same energy of when you when they're reading their natal chart, they go into, oh, this is the bad. Pay attention to the good, too. But don't pay attention to the bad as an extension of yourself. Pay attention to it as an energy you can use. You got to use your light and your dark. Your good and bad is what's going to get you through this shit. Tying it back to that last dream that I was just talking about. Getting shot 22 times was indicative of the life that I was in. I wasn't necessarily in it, but I was so submerged in the shit that it was, you feel me? Everybody around me had guns. And they was like, why you don't get a gun? I said, I shoot a motherfucker for real, for real. Y'all got him to shoot back. I shoot first, nigga. Like, don't play with me. You feel me? Because I ain't, I ain't going to say I ain't have it all, but I didn't have the human compassion to fear the consequence of what the fuck was gonna happen. I didn't care, I was heartless as shit. I was very heartless and I was dangerous, that was scary. You feel me? Cause I would've killed somebody. No if fans, maybe it's about it. I would've shot somebody on some bullshit too. It would've been on some shit like, like, you feel me? Like I used to carry a um, couple pocket knives on me and shit. Like when I was beefing with some niggas, like if they ran up on me, I'm killing them. It ain't no, it ain't no, I'm just pulling it out scaring them. I'm gonna start shanking shit. Like you're not going to move anymore after that. Luckily, shit never crossed paths. Certain shit, <laughs> when you are wired a certain way, the universe knows like, you know, and I have a mission. I had a mission that I had to achieve that I couldn't, you know, but that shit like that was revealed to me. But all of these things were tied into happenings and I was able to understand them. So now as I get older and I look at the dreamscape now and I look at the dreams that I have now, not only do I understand my dreams that I have when I sleep, now I can tap into the meditative side of it. And go into the dream space while I'm awake. I tell people about that shit. They're like, oh my gosh, you astral projecting, you seeing demons, that's demonic, that's this, that, and third. But when you actually break down demon, the word demon, you take it back to the its origin, which is Greek, and it was originally pronounced daemon, you know, daemon, or it's pronounced, it's spelled, it was spelled D-A-E-M-O-N. Or if it was Greek, it'd be Delta Alpha Epsilon Mu Omicron Nu, right? Those were the letters or whatever the case may be. But Damon meant genius. It was your shadow side. And the genius level of who you are was tied to your shadow side. And when I look at people, you know, it's like, yo, your dark side is what gets you out of shit. It really hit me when I used to watch superhero movies and shit. And like, yo, the superhero doesn't win. Like, good doesn't triumph over evil until good gets with evil shit. 
Like, think about all of the movies that you've seen where good triumphed over evil. Good finally got to a point where it says, I can't be good right now. And they snap. You feel me? It was a good snap because, oh, you saved the day. No, the motherfucker was evil. They got with the shits. You feel me? Think about when Spider-Man and um, the Green Goblin. Spider-Man was fucking him up. He got tired of it. And then when Green Goblin tried to kill him, he said, fuck it. I'm going to let you die. And he did a backflip over the thing. Goku fucking, you know, when he killed Frieza. Not the, f the first time. He didn't kill him. He was stupid for that shit. But then he learned his lesson. After that, he learned to kill motherfuckers. It's like, yo, but he's still the good guy. But he killed a motherfucker. You feel what I'm saying? When good finally gets with the shits, that's when it can triumph over evil. That's why evil can triumph over good. That's why evil triumphs over good so much. Because evil uses good to be evil. You feel me? Like, motherfuckers use that shit. But the purpose that I'm saying that is because... When you see things as that, good and evil, you automatically create a duality that your mind is only going to be able to see a certain thing. So a lot of times you can get an omen and miss it because you're so wired to seeing negative shit that when you see negative shit in that space, it doesn't transpire right. So when I tell people, like, I go to the dreamscape and they be thinking it's demonic and shit, I'm like, it's not. It's not. It's my place. Like, why the fuck is my soul not supposed to go there? You feel me? Now, mind you, it's levels of deep meditation that you got to get into. Like, this is shit that I've been doing since 2014 when I learned how to meditate and start. Like, I go into that space because I know that I need advice. I need clarity. You're going to give it to me in a dream anyway. You're going to give it. But it's like, I can't wait for when you're ready for me to have the dream when I've experienced and happened enough to get this dream. So I go into the dreamscape while I'm awake and get what I need to get. You feel me? But the dreams are so beautiful, though, nonetheless, because when they come to me, it's like always on some random shit. It's like, bruh, how does this even make sense? Like you wake up and shit and be like, they don't even, they didn't even, they weren't even there. How the fuck are they there now? You feel me? A lot of us within this last retrograde and these, um, this last year, we've been having timeline shifts in our dreams. We'll have dreams where um, we'll have dreams of of going, of being somewhere in our past with people in our present. And it's like, how are you? You don't know shit about that. Why are you here? Because you're being told something. Pay attention to the characters. Pay attention to the scenes. Pay attention to everything, the vibes. And meditation has taught me to be so wired into Everything is happening in my mind that when I have a dream, I can see the colors. I can see, I can smell shit. I can taste shit. My senses are active there. You feel me? And that space is like, once you dream in it and it comes into reality, it's like now the universe gives me shit. It's like, sometimes the shit just be straightforward now because I don't have to decipher anything. But then again, maybe it's just me already knowing how to decipher so well that when it comes to my reality, once a dream happens, I already know what's, what it's telling me. You feel what I'm saying? Which now, like I said, it ties back into when people come to me and I'm like, yo, tell me what this dream, I can't. All I can do is see if I can dive deep into what you're saying and the characters. Like everybody's gonna leave out certain shit because you don't remember everything. You don't remember, you don't know what's important and what's not. You don't know what things you should be you saying as far as the deciphering of the dream. So in that regard, you don't say everything, 
But you yourself, you know every piece of the dream. You know every happening. You know every moment because it's happened to you already. That's how it's in your database. And it's like universe says, spirit says, God says, source says, Jesus, Allah, Jehovah, Krishna, Buddha. Like what it's telling you is that this is the mosaic. This is the painting that I need you to understand. I need you to formulate a thousand words for this picture. So what I'm going to do is give you the things that will make this thousand words easier to see. You never have a dream where you do not know what's going on. But if you do not understand the full reality of that dream, you feel me? That means you do not understand yourself. Which means in not understanding yourself, you can't understand your own reality. So your dreams are going to be movies to you. They're going to be quote unquote entertainment and you're going to fear a lot of shit. You're going to be looking at a dream like, <clears throat> oh, this is dark. Somebody like, you feel me? We've gotten so used to dreams of fish being about pregnancy. And it's like, what came first? The pregnancy or the dream of a fish? Like the conceptualization of it. Or did somebody have it and everybody kept repeating, yo, if you have a dream about a fish and the universe is like, okay, we need you to know this motherfucker pregnant, but this is the only way y'all going to know. So we'll give you a dream about a fish. I had a dream about a fish, somebody pregnant. I know people who are so wired, they see the pregnancy. They see the motherfucker that's like, yo, this motherfucker pregnant. You had a dream about a fish? No, I seen this motherfucker with a belly. They pregnant now. Like, you feel what I mean? Shit like that. But if you, the, 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 the thing about truly deciphering your dreams and thoroughly understanding them and knowing them and delving deep into what your dream represents and manifests itself is required, is, is, is a part of you knowing who you are, what you are, when you are, how you are, where you are, and to what extent you are. When you know all of these things and your dreams come to you, I can promise you, you will decipher them flawlessly. But until you tap into that, you will rely on somebody else to decipher your dreams. And in addition to that, you will never, I ain't gonna say never, it'll be hard for you to hear what the universe is really telling you. And don't forget to take a moment to go get your exclusive merchandise from Just Scenes Merch. At Just Scenes, each piece is specifically crafted with positive imagery and symbolism. From the titles and designs to the descriptions, each style gives you something to feel great about. With everything from hoodies and tees to coffee mugs and tote bags, we have something for the entire family. So be sure to get yours today. Find us on Instagram at Just Scenes Merch and get your merchandise right now. All right, all right, all right. I think I'm going to end it there. This one was woke as fuck. I ain't going to lie. I know, like I'm in that space. I've been, I'm different. I've, I've kind of got back into that pocket again. You know, certain things had to be done a certain way and I don't have to do those things that way anymore. And things are different. Like, so I wanted to talk about dreams, like I said, because I had a homie, I had a couple of homies like, I had a dream about this. And it's like, okay, cool. Tell me about a dream. And as I'm breaking, it's like, yo, it doesn't have to be bad. The dream doesn't have to be dark. It doesn't have to be evil. It doesn't have to be wrong. Like, stop believing that. 
your dreams, but it comes from them not understanding who they are. Because like I said, when we look at shit like astrology, when we look at shit like tarot, when we look at all of the shit that the universe is using to communicate, all of these are communicative devices from the universe. Really. And realistically, when you really look at it, like so much so that the tarot is tied to the 22 paths of the tree of life, right? It's dope, the major arcana and shit, right? But each letter, each path is associated with the letter of the Greek, the Hebrew alphabet, right? So when you get a spread of cards, you're getting a whole fucking word. You feel me? This is why when I tell people, you know, they be asking me, do I believe in God? And I say, no, I understand God. They be thinking, yeah, whatever, you're arrogant. No, because when you look at God, what is God's real name? Yahweh. What is Yahweh? Y-H, no, Y-W, yeah. yad heh vav right? The letters, or Yehovah. But they changed that shit, took the vowels out. Because then when you look at the understanding of your life and you understand God for real, you know God's real name because in the Bible it says, in the beginning, God was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. What was the word? The word was Jehovah. Jehovah, when you take the vowels out, you get the four elements, fire, I mean, earth, water, fire, and air. This is why in the Bible it says when God said, let us make man in our image and likeness, that's what it is, even in the Quran. The Quran has its moments. You feel me? But a lot of this shit, I'm going to save. I'm not going to talk too deep into it. That's so for a three shit. You feel me? Um, yeah, but like when you get in your, your dreams, if you're not in tune with understanding the creator and understand what it is, they're going to, like, all you can do is get the message as it's delivered to you, as your database can store it. You feel me? It's almost like using a computer. Like, you feel me? An outdated computer. Windows 95 will not last in 2021. You can't use it. Does it still work? Yes, it works. It's a program that works. But imagine having to do, imagine having to record a podcast or record some fucking music on fucking Windows 95. You feel me? You can only operate within the capacity that that program works. Your mind is the program. So when the universe has to deliver messages to your program, when the universe, Allah, God, Jehovah, Krishna, Buddha, when they have to deliver the messages to you, they can only use what your program can hold or what your program holds already. You feel me? Imagine taking it back to the Windows 95 metaphor. You feel me? How much space was on a fucking computer? We would get floppy disks with two megabytes to save shit, save files, because most people would um, type in the shit. Now you come with laptops pre-built with a terabyte in a bitch. Our phones have 128 gigabytes, 256 gigabytes. You feel me? We went from megabytes to giga, terra, off rip, like... It's just built like that. You feel me? Four gigabytes of data used to be a lot. A lot. I used to have flash drives with four gigabytes and shit. But then now my fucking got fucking hard drives with 500 gigs, terabytes. Like, the fuck? Apply that to yourself. Is your operating system not allowing you to get your dreams deciphered? Or not allowing you to decipher your dreams thoroughly. Chances are it is. 
So of course you want to go to a faster computer, a more up-to-date computer to say, okay, let me put the program here and see what it says. So that's when you go into the other people, but you got to be careful with that. They are not you. They do not understand you. They only know what you show them. So their deciphering of the dream for you to believe it, for you to accept it and for you to acknowledge it as your own is going to make you miss so many key points because all they can do is tell you what you're telling them. But what do what are you telling them? If you knew what you were telling them, you wouldn't have to tell them because you can decipher the dream for yourself. Because it comes to understanding you fully, who you are, what you are, where you are, when you are, how you are, to what extent you are, why you are. You feel me? But imagine the level of the mind where it's just belief. Imagine this. How can you really understand yourself when people are still encouraging you to believe in yourself more? You ain't decide for no dreams, homie. Bruh, sis, all y'all, ain't no dreams getting deciphered. You know why? Because it requires you to be able to pay attention to your happenings. Not look at your shortcomings and your happenings. Oh, this is so bad. This is so wrong. World just doesn't like me. No, the world loves you. The universe loves you. But with love comes correction. Certain things are the only things that can bring out what you're supposed to bring out. You feel me? When I look at the fact that, like, 26 years old, when I released So Frail One, I realized why my father wasn't in my life. He wasn't supposed to be. I know that seems like, nah, your dad was supposed to be in your life. Yes, on a physical level. But if we take it to the spiritual plane, it was supposed to play out exactly like this. With my father in my life, there would be no soul for hell. It's crazy. That's reverberation for your ass. But a dream had to teach me that. Dreams had to show me that. You know what I mean? I ask those questions all the time. And it's crazy how you ask the question because you don't get the answer you want sometimes. Sometimes you can overlook it. I would always ask, so why did I have to be raised without a father? I don't ask that question anymore. I had to reset a full template of what it was to be a man. I'm not saying I did the shit by myself, but I mean, masculinity. When Soul For L3 comes out, I promise you, it's going to show motherfuckers why I'm different. It's going to be like the first book. Like It's going to be like, you know how you talking to a motherfucker and they t like you can tell a motherfucker, look, man, this motherfucker is not in your space, but it's like, yo, I can tell you modest and you're like, this is going to show how deep my mind goes, how deep my spirit is, and how well connected I am, but I don't show it. I don't have to. But all of that was would never have been possible if my father was in my life. The paradox of that shit. The happenings that we go through, they're timestamps, they're important moments for when spirit needs to connect to you. That bad relationship, that dream about, you know, or that bad relationship, that unfortunate event, all of these things, we gotta learn to stop seeing them as bad things and learn to look at them. Yes, bad shit happens. It does. But look at what the situation presents. Look at what it does for you or against you and then transform that shit. 
that's when you start to realize the power of your alchemical nature. Whether it's a good situation or a bad situation, you have the power to transform it into whatever you want it to transform into. Dead ass. You feel me? Dead ass. But a lot of people don't want to transform it because they rather dwell on the pain and use it as a fuel, use it as an anchor to shackle them down. So now when you have your dreams and you have a dream about the shit that's shackling you that you want to avoid, chances are you won't remember that dream. Chances are your mind will block it out because you can't see what's in it. There are no good things in that. So you can't. People think dreams are supposed to be good. That's why I like when they say I had a bad dream, I had a nightmare. It was horrible. Yeah, you woke up sweating and shit, but what did it mean? Why was that how the message had to be delivered to you? Why did your soul say, this is what the fuck you got to hear right now. So this is what the fuck I got to tell you. Because that's what has consumed your mind. That's what is in your unconscious mind. That's what's in your subconscious mind at all times. So your universe is like, this is what your mind is on the most. When I tell people shit like, I'm like, the universe, God, Allah, Yehovah, Krishna, Buddha, they don't respond to what you want. They respond to what you think about the most. That's what you get. Your dreams are manifestations of your deepest thoughts on any level. This is why after a motherfucker watches a horror movie, they have nightmares because they have allowed that shit into their subconscious mind. They don't shut it down. I love horror movies. I separate the reality from the shit. It's like this shit ain't real. My mind is already wired to say this is not real, so it doesn't really affect me. But then you have people that think about like this happened, real life event. The moment you open that door, like I've had conversations with women. We were watching something scary. They were like, can you lock the door? Oh, shit. You about to be scared as fuck. You've already opened the door and given permission for this energy to be negative. You didn't have to say, I give you permission to be negative. That action of lock the door. You just acknowledge I'm scared. By acknowledging that you're scared, it's, it opens up certain things. You feel me? On the other side of that, I've been involved with women who had a more positive outlook on things. You feel me? I, I was talking to a woman one time, and she invited me over to a crib and went straight to sleep on me. I'm like, damn, I'm boring you. I got up and I was about to leave. She said, no, no, no. Where are you going? I was like, you sleep, motherfucker. Like what you want me to do? She was like, I'm not sleep because I'm bored. I'm sleep because I'm safe. You dig what I mean? That was a different happening. So tying this into these two different women, what would they dream about? What would the universe be able to provide them with based off of how they have internalized the position they're currently in. You feel me? Your happenings are the fuel that is going to make your dreams reality. Your dreams do come true. The reason why your dreams come true is because they already happened. The dream itself was just details that had to be filled. The principle is the core. That's why I'm big on masculinity and I talk about it being the principle. The principle is the core of what it's trying to teach you. The details are the only way you're going to get the principle. You dig what I'm saying? Like, to give yourself some kind of incentive to understand something, you have to make it relatable. You feel me? When you can really, like, I'm going to say this and I'm going to wrap it up. When I tell people about astrology, I talk to women about astrology, right? 
Astrology and tarot. It's almost like one to one. I'm like, if you're good at astrology, you should have been good at math. If you're good at tarot, you should have been good at language arts. But then when I talk to people who are into astrology, they be like, I hated math. I'm like, you read a fucking natal chart. You know how to break down quincunx, um, sextiles, trines, all of these different things. I said, go to calculus and look at a unit circle. That's all you're seeing is sines, cosines, tangents, uh, fractions, pies. That is what you're looking at. You can break it down when it comes to astrology, but you struggle at math and they're the same thing. Details. The principles remain the same. The details are based off of the happenings and how we're able to learn it. Like if I was a math teacher teaching calculus, I would break out astrology and give them the natal chart and give them an incentive to want to pay attention. Now they got it. But again, how are you going to get to calculus if you struggle at arithmetic? Because you never liked it. So the very thing that happened, that happening didn't, it happened against you when you internalize it the wrong way. You see what I'm saying? So that's why you can't, that's why it's hard to get to the principle. But all the dreamscape is, all the spirit is trying to get you to is your principle. That's why masculinity is important. Femininity is about details. Masculinity is about principle. When we restore masculinity, that's how we're able to see principles a lot more. Not just say, man, it's the principle of the fact. That's why a lot of people can say that's different because the details are different, not the fucking principle. But now when you tie that into your dreams, the universe is going to give you a principle based off the details that you can handle. Based off the details that you can to tolerate, based off the details that consume your mind the most. What space is your mind in when your dreams come? Is it always negative? Yeah. You know, it's why I tell people, you know, like, yo, I want to meditate. I want to go to the dreamscape. Nope. I'm not going to show you how to do it. If you figure it out on your own, I'm not going to be the one to show you how to do it because I can tell what level of the mind you're on. You're likely to see a dark force. They be like, don't you see dark forces? Nope, I don't see light forces either. I see energetic beings that I dictate what they are and I can listen to them. I've always been one who can see the light and the dark simultaneously. I was able to run with the hood and go to school and do all like, I've always had that duality within myself and I knew how to infuse it. So I was able to see good things in bad situations and I was able to see bad things in good situations. You feel me? without having to find that blurred line. And that's what came about. Like, and as I look at my dreams, it's like, I don't have nightmares. I don't like, last nightmare I had, I think I had to be, last nightmare I had, I was like eight and I was reading Goosebump books. Like that was the last nightmare I had. But as I processed that dream, it's only because I read this book that was real fucking scary. And then the motherfucker was in my dream and shit. But I realized that I had, that was a happening that I had created. And the dream was just, you know, taunting me. Like I said, sometimes the dreams ain't even serious dreams. Sometimes the universe just fuck with you. <laughs> it's like that you won't read the motherfuckers at night no more. <laughs> but yeah, every little thing plays a piece into your reality and how you manifest it and how the universe will wait. This is why it's important also to, and I'm going to say this for real for and I'm going to wrap it up. But this is why it's important to keep your mouth shut about progress, about growth, about things that you're going to do until it's done. Don't tell nobody because the moment a motherfucker says, I don't think you should do this and you internalize it. Guess what you're going to do? Stop doing it. I stopped telling motherfuckers what I do. I just do it. And I'm like, you did this? Yeah, I did. Why did you do this? Done. It don't matter. 
it don't matter. But when you start telling people, yo, I think you, I think you should try this. I think you should try this. Somewhere you taking, you letting that take root. If it triggers an emotion in you, it's going to take root. When you start to feel like motherfucker, just, you know, like it's going to take root. You can't tell people shit. You can't invite negative people into your space because that happening is going to affect your reality. Because when the spirit realm has to slow down, you're going to see it in your dreams first. Then you're going to see it in your reality. But the issue is it's hard to determine that it is your reality if you do not learn to see the principle. So with that being said, I'm going to end it there. Um, make sure you kiss your babies. No, go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And listen and teach your kids early how to decipher dreams. They have them. But when they tell you their dream, don't just, oh, you had a bad dream. Let me like, no, let's talk about it. Let's write it out. Let's say what's going on. Start to write it out and say, what does this mean to you? When this happened, what did you think about that? Why did that character start training their mind to one, critically think, and to two, to pay attention to what's happening in their life, to stay present? You feel me? When we start dismissing dreams, we're no longer able to stay present. That's present as fuck because when we consider that dreams are the spiritual realm, slowing down enough for our physical to catch up, that shows that you not only staying in the present, you can, like, people say hindsight is twenty twenty. so is foresight. So is foresight. It's just as clear, but it's only clear to those who understand the ways in which the premonitions, the visions are happening. You feel me? This is not to say get obsessed with the shit and everything is a sign. Everything. No, you'll know what's a sign. You know what's not. You'll feel it. You'll feel it and you'll know exactly what it's telling you. I promise you. But it takes time to get there. It starts with being able to decipher your dreams, but it starts even deeper with Paying attention to what the fuck is happening to you. No, not to you. What is happening for or against you. Why? Why is it happening for or against you? Because those things are going to be what manifests in your dreams. Exes from relationships, bad situations. Like, all of that shit has a reason if you just keep dismissing it. So teach your babies, you know, when they come to you, I had a dream. Like, ask them, what are we? did you have a dream last night? What was it about? Be excited when you tell them. Like, yo, let's write it down. Let's see what's going on. And they start to ask them, what do you think this means? Why do you think this person was in your dream? Well, because we were in school and he pushed me down a slide and I didn't like him. And then blah, 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 blah. You start to uncover their life. A lot of the shit that happened to us is stored. And it just comes up as dreams and nightmares. You feel me? Why? What was happening? What was the happening that... In that moment, now we got to piece this together to tell the story of what this dream is representing. You feel me? You have dreams of shit that happened when you were six years old. But it's a motherfucker that's your age now, that's in your pocket now, that was in that dream when you were six years old and they shouldn't have been. How? What relevance do they have? Did they help you decipher and understand something better? You feel me? We need to start teaching our babies that. That helps them be critical thinkers a lot faster. They don't have to wait till college to take their first critical thinking course because they're already doing it. They're deciphering their own dreams and learning how to do their own dreams. And that's all I do with the people who come to me and say, yo, sing, what does this mean? Can you tell me what a dream means? I help them decipher their own shit, asking them the qualifying questions that shows them, where are you in this? Where is that happening in this? Why is that, you know, I don't know. I was in this space and this space and this space and I just don't get it. Why were you in that space? This 
is a happening. You have connected to this and this arena has been developed. You created it. What does it mean? You feel me? Let our babies start doing that. It keeps their imaginations alive and really develops them into more of who they really are. But yeah, this one is long and I'm going to go ahead and end it. Um, be sure to kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And I'm going to see y'all all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.